This is something you might want to be aware of if you have been in a serious car accident recently or if you ever get into a car accident where you are looking at being awarded for your pain and suffering in court. Nanish Kotak joins us from Kotak Law. He is the founder and uh, he knows a lot about insurance law. Here to talk about what you uh, should be aware of as of the changes on the first of this year. Nanish, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Great to be here. So what are we talking about? If you get into an accident and you are seriously hurt um, and it results in you going to court to try and be awarded money for being hurt in an accident, we're looking at losing some of the money you might win? Exactly. We have what's called, and I term it the secret deductible. It's an amount of $40,000, just shy of $40,000. It's in fact taken off pain and suffering awards if the award is less than $131,000. Now, this deductible believe it or not, goes up every year by inflation. So in four years' time, maybe you'll be at 44000 And not that the awards are going up. In fact, hmm. they're, they're not going up. This deductible goes to the insurance company? Exactly. They keep it. It's not paid to any victim's fund or anything like that. They actually keep it. And what is quite troubling is a jury who's deciding a case doesn't know. You cannot tell them about the deductible. If you do, the trial will have to start over and there'll be cost consequences. So they don't know. So I've never been in court for anything like this, but um, walk us through this for people that are unaware of how it works. Um, You're going to be asking for a certain amount of money for pain and suffering uh, for your um, client. And then the jury will rule, can they lower the amount that you'd be awarded for pain and suffering? Is that how it works? And if they do, they might be lowering it uh, such that you would lose all of the money if they bring it down to $40,000 that you would have been awarded originally? Is that, that is that right? That's absolutely right. A jury may think, okay, you know, you've got a broken wrist or you've got some severe chronic pain. We're going to give you $35,000 for your pain and suffering and it's all gone. And maybe you've had a knee injury or you've had to have a surgery. So yeah, we're going to give you $70,000. But guess what? You're left with $30,000. And the interesting part of all this, in order to get any money for pain and suffering, you have to prove your injuries are permanent and serious. In other words, they're affecting you. They're forever, and they're affecting you in a significant way. So already, their minor claims are already wiped out. You don't get anything anyway. But on top of that, we have this deductible, which is quite unfair. Quite unfair given the cuts that we've been seeing to benefits that accident benefits, uh, sorry, accident victims are receiving over the the past 10 years. Exactly. Okay, so let's, uh, let me see if I've got this straight. So you go into court and you're awarded $35,000 for pain and suffering, although the threshold, the deductible is $40,000. Could you actually have to pay $5,000 to the insurer? No, you would get zero. But if you end up with zero at your trial, you may have to pay the other size legal cost, the, def- the insurance company's legal cost, if you end up with zero. So would this cause a lot of people to pause and say, I don't know if I want to take this to court? Many, many times. There are hmm. very few cases that it will, in fact, end up in court because you simply cannot get value. And there are a number of insurance companies who play upon this, will push cases. They know the injury is permanent. They see that, but they don't think you're going to get that deductible, past that $40,000 deductible, and people end up walking away. Now, there's a bit of a history to it, and there's a reason behind this deductible. So in the early 1990s, um, legislation was passed to have a no-fault system as well, to give benefits even if you're at fault. That would be income replacement benefits, medical rehabilitation benefits. And the idea was, okay, we'll, we'll, I'll have a threshold, so you have to have permanent injuries to get money for pain and suffering, and we'll have a small deductible of $10,000 in exchange for this no-fault system. Well, eventually, 
the deductible went up to 15,000. In 2003, 30,000. And then in 2016, 37,000. And now through inflation, we're over 40,000. But what happened to the accident benefit regime, they took away benefits. Now, unless you have a fracture or a complete tear, you only get $3,500 worth of therapy. Even though on your policy booklet, it looks like you're buying $65,000 worth of therapy. In fact, from 2010 to 2017, there were 17 cuts to accident benefits, taking away money that you would get if you're in, a, in an accident. But lo and behold, the deductible went higher and higher. Income replacement benefits, for example, have been stuck at $400 a week since 1999. They've not gone up uh, for, for inflation. So you see, and with insurance companies, they make money. They make money on auto policies. That is the accident benefit and the bodily injury. Um, and I think the word has to get out. And we have a budget coming up actually in, in March. And I, we're hopeful that this government will look at this and see how see that things need to change. And what about the transparency to the jury? It's, and it, it's, it's, it's just mind boggling that a jury cannot be told what the law is. Yeah, because then they, they're thinking, okay, this this person is going to get $40,000, and at the end of the day, they're not. I, it must be shocking to find out if you're part of a jury in the past that has, uh, you know, had to award claims that, that maybe the person that you awarded the claim to didn't get it after all. It went to the insurance company. So you're hoping things will change. Uh, have you uh, reached out to MPs, to the government, and what are they saying? Yeah, I, I, have, I have personally, and I know uh, um, injury victims groups have also. A little bit tight-lipped. I mm -hmm. think there's an understanding that the pendulum has shifted very, very, very far in favor of insurance companies and, and their profits, as opposed to giving people, you know, and victims their, the money they deserve. But it's really hard to tell. Um, I mean, the insurance industry has a fantastic lobby. They've got a lot of money to lobby the government. So really, it's unclear what will happen in March. We're hoping that uh, reality is eliminate this deductible because you already have a threshold. You're not going to get any money unless your injury is permanent anyway. So lo and behold, if a person has a permanent injury, let them be paid. That's what we, that's, you know, we have to have mandatory insurance. Insurance is like an income tax. In order to drive, you have insurance. It's like a tax. We'll make it fair. Okay, I want to ask you in, in closing, if you have been in an accident and you're looking for, um, you know, an award to cover uh, pain and suffering, should you make sure your lawyer actually increases the amount that they'd be going for just in case you're awarded less? Like, what can you do? What would, should you know? Yeah, it would make a difference. Really, that you know, the case will have a value no matter what you ask for at the end of the day. And what's happening is many lawyers turn away cases that ordinarily the person should get compensated, but because we realize that, look, you may, you know, I'll give an example. I had a guy who had a tear in his shoulder um, and, you know, started, he had some, it, it hurt him, it continued to hurt him, it was a permanent injury we ended up with less than $20,000 because he didn't have any income loss. And when you use the deductible, back then it was $37,000, what's left? Maybe his pain and suffering is worth 50. And that's all we got. And that's not, that's not right. This guy pays premiums, we all pay premiums, and he has to live with a torn shoulder and he's probably have, uh, will have a replacement as he gets older. Nanish, thanks so much for joining us and bringing this to our attention. I really appreciate your, your time today. Thank you. Thank you so Nanish much. Nanish Kotak of Kotak Law. It's Kelly Cotrera, stick around. It's Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.